0: It's colder, my eyes go thin as I get older, piece in pieces, bloody and bruised, I feel so helpless and confused, cause I hear screaming on the left, yelling on the right, I'm sitting in the middle trying to
1: Good afternoon. This is Evelyn Pringle. Welcome to Trish and Evie's Focus on the Facts. My co-host is Patricia Negron. I want to remind our listeners that Trish also does a live broadcast every day at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on the VK platform. People should tune in every day to get the latest up-to-date news from Trish. Today, we will continue to cover the takedown of the global child sex trafficking networks with the latest news in the child sex trafficking scandals of Jeffrey Epstein and all the elite pedophiles who have been involved with him and his child-trafficking sex rings. On September 9th, Nick Nolte reported on the arrest of Democratic's creepy trio of donors, Ed Buck, Terry Bean, and Jeffrey Epstein. We now have three high-profile Democratic donors arrested and charged with heinous crimes and all three rubbed elbows with the highest-ranking Democrats, including He reported. In November 2014, Democratic donor, pro-abortion, and gay activist, Terry Bean, was arrested and charged with two counts of third-degree sodomy and one count of third-degree sexual abuse involving more than one minor. Reifart reported that at that time, Bean had pictures of himself talking with Obama on his Flickr account. He also has shots of himself with Michelle Obama, former President Clinton, and Nancy Pelosi. Obama called Bean a great friend and supporter. In 2012, Obama hosted Bean on Air Force One. And when Obama visits Oregon, Bean had the honor of greeting him as he gets off the plane. Fast forward to January this year, and Bean, now 70, was again indicted on two counts of sodomy in the third degree and one count of sexual abuse in the third degree for the same crime. In May, Michelle Malkin reported that a second alleged juvenile victim of Bean's came forward with a civil lawsuit alleging the Democratic donor sexually abused him three times when he was 17. Next in line for arrest is Democratic donor and LGBTQ activist, Ed Buck, who was arrested last week and charged with operating a drug house, with prosecutors calling him a violent sexual predator. Buck was charged one count each of battery, causing serious injury, administering methamphetamine, and maintaining a drug house, according to the L.A. District Attorney's Office. Buck is accused of injecting a 37-year-old man who overdosed but survived, with methamphetamine on September 11th. The latest incident comes after two men were found dead in Buck's apartment in West Hollywood. In both cases, African-American men, Gemma Moore, 26, and Timothy Dean, 55, had overdosed on methamphetamine. As far as Democrats and left-wing organizations accepting money from a pedophile charged with sex trafficking dozens of underage girls, Jeffrey Epstein donated thousands of dollars from 1990 until 2018, according to Open Secrets. After Epstein was released from a 13-month prison term, he resumed his donations almost exclusively to Democrats. A total of $184,276 was donated to Democrats and left-wing organizations compared to just $18,250 to Republican and right-leaning groups during the same time frame. Epstein's long-standing relationships with Clinton makes one's skin crawl. Guardian reported that in 2006, the year after Epstein was arrested following a complaint he sexually abused a 14-year-old teenager in Florida, Epstein donated 25000 to the Clinton Foundation. Between 2001 and 2003, when Epstein's predations were no secret in certain elite circles, Fox News reported that Bill Clinton took at least 26 trips aboard Epstein's jet, jet of the Lolita Express. That's 26 trips over three years, which is one about every six weeks. Then we have the latest news that a second accuser, a John Nomasaz therapist, has died in the Kevin Spacey case. Spacey, who's another Epstein pal, this marks the second person who has died in just the last seven months in connection with accusations against Spacey. The first whistleblower to go public, Linda Culkin, with allegations branding Spacey a sexual predator, is also dead. And her grieving family is demanding answers. In March 2018, investigators launched a murder probe in the Calkin's mysterious deaths. The hottest topic in the Epstein scandal right now is on Prince Andrew and the ties of Epstein and Maxwell to the royal family, which are shown to go back many years with the queen actually hosting parties for Ghislaine, Maxwell, and Epstein. In 2015, Prince Andrew was named as part of a civil case against Epstein. One of Epstein's accusers, Virginia Roberts-Guffrey, said she was ordered to give the prince whatever he required. Roberts claimed that she was forced to have sex with the prince on three occasions, once in London, once in New York, and during an orgy on Epstein's private island between 1999 and 2002 when she was underage. In addition to Prince Andrew, some of the famous people who Virginia claims Epstein forced to have sex with include his attorney, Alan Dershowitz, former senator and Disney chairman George Mitchell, MIT professor Marvin Minsky, High Bridge Capital co-founder Glenn Dubin, a former New Mexico governor and presidential candidate, Bill Richardson, Hyatt hotel magnate Tom Pritzker, and model agent jean Luke Brunel. On September 21st, the New York Post reported that if Prince Andrew's embarrassing ties to Epstein's sex slave weren't bad enough, British spy masters now worried that Russell may have obtained scandal-related compromise on the prince. Incriminating evidence of the prince's alleged 2001 tryst with then-17-year-old Epstein slave who's in the could be in the hands, Russian hands, fears MI6, the British Intelligence Service. The agency's concerns center on the case of John Mark Dugan, an ex Marine and former Palm Beach County Sheriff deputy who now lives in Russia. Dugan, who moved to Moscow and sought asylum in, there in 2016, had worked for the Sheriff's Office in 2005, the year it began an investigation into Epstein. Now, almost 20 years after Andrew's alleged twist, the security source tells the Times that the MXC. M-16 is concerned that Dugan may still have inside information concerning Epstein and Prince Andrew. In July, Dugan claimed on Facebook that he still possessed confidential documents that no one has seen yet. And back on August 25th, the Daily Mail ran the headline that the Duke of York could be summoned to Paris to help French prosecutors investigating suspected rape and sexual abuse by Epstein. The Mail on Sunday reports that U.S. authorities have begun sharing information with France's judicial police Will examine claims that three 12 year old girls were abused after being flown from France to the U.S. as a birthday present for Epstein by model agent Jean Luc Brunel. I'll bring Trish on now to discuss the important developments in these child sex trafficking cases, and hopefully Trish will have time to give us the latest world news as well. Welcome to the show, Trish.
0: Hi there. It's good to be back. Boy, it's I'm so glad people are still talking about all this stuff with Jeffrey Epstein. It's a good sign that they're not just letting it go. And, you know, as you point out, you know, every time we come back on this program, there's, you know, the evidence just continues to mount. It's incredible. I'm really fascinated that I did not know, Evelyn, that um, that Palm Beach um, deputy had sought asylum in um, Russia that is really fascinating to me. And I'm glad he's safe, it sounds like. But, you know, how ludicrous is it for them to claim that Russia has this information when, in fact, it's in all those sealed documents? It's not like it's all known. It's not like any of it's a secret, right? It's How absurd to pretend that somehow Russia, you know, it, it has something that is is so much more dangerous than, you know, the reality that this high-level, you know, member of the British royal family is sexually abusing children. And our, well, right. know, it's everyone... pretty
1: scary that they have to run to Russia for asylum because they know they'll get murdered yeah. if they report on this bill.
0: Yes. Evelyn, we see one after another. Oh. Isaac Cappy yes. was killed. Jennifer, yes. um, what was her name? It's The former police. Oh, officer. Jenny Moore.
1: Jenny Moore. Yes. after she had just turned in that that uh, taped in and turned it into the FBI and I think the CIA. You know, show it, showing this boy that said that he was raped on yachts by Bill Clinton, uh, Chuck Schumer, uh, um, uh, oh, the Wiener, a Wiener, wiener right? Um, mm-hmm. I think Kevin Ship. Um, you know, just turned it in, and then within days, she's dead in her motel room.
0: Yeah, I mean the 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 pace at which these people are being murdered is hor- horrifying, and you know, and as not a single one of these criminals is convicted, not one is sitting right, in prison right. right now. As we have well, now it's getting scarier
1: and, because now they're killing off the victims.
0: Yep, yep as you point out, Yep, yeah, this it's getting... it's really very dangerous, and the and and the, You know, you pointed out that Jennifer Moore went to the CIA and law enforcement with these allegations um, of the survivor who was on that cruise. And, you know, since the Jeffrey Epstein arrest, uh, the most recent one in July, um, uh, Whitney Webb from Mint Press News had done this four-part series on the fact that Jeffrey Epstein was working hand-in-hand hand with U.S. law enforcement. This was a child sex trafficking network run by the CIA, the FBI, and, and these organized crime syndicates, not only under their protection, but they were using the blackmail material themselves. This is what U.S law enforcement is doing and that is the big story here that you know continues to get buried like you know why in heaven's name would they go to such lengths to protect these people you know they're they're trying to shut down edward snowden too to sue suing him for what he published about their crimes um i mean the idea that it would be at all acceptable for a moment in anyone's mind that our own law enforcement was participating and running child sex trafficking operations in the name of law enforcement and with the, you know, public funds is, it's just, it's ghastly. There is nothing more horrific. That we, uh, no more horrific reality in which we could be living than this.
1: No. So how are we going to stop it, Trish?
0: Well, you know, Evelyn, I think uh, there was, um, there's some new information out that seems to suggest that so many more of us understand that that things are terribly, terribly wrong, and while I think the majority of people don't necessarily understand the details, we have an, we're, we're getting to the point where, you know, these guys are so used to being able to whitewash and distract and cover up that they've never been faced with a situation where people are refusing outright to buy their nonsense. And so we're facing a new a new environment in which I think we have our one chance <laughs> to, you know, to finally crush these corrupt systems. And the pace at which people are waking up, you know, it's a geometric progression. So it's not just, you know, you're adding a a few more at a time, it's like you have all these new people are adding new people who are adding new people, so it multiplies much faster. And uh, it it feels like we have the momentum behind us, and, and it's going to take more people establishing citizen tribunals and us moving forward with you know getting on the record convictions of these people because they've never been held accountable and even where we we may have difficulty in actually arresting and imprisoning these people they are not if they can't go out in public we need to make their lives a living hell they should know no peace and if we have these you know Trials going on, the tribunals and arrest warrants being issued, and we are the ones dominating the public conversation, which is what we are achieving now, then we will build the public will to follow through on this stuff, and and they won't have anywhere to hide anymore.
1: No. And you see the reports now that uh, they say they had doctors and psychologists and gynecologists cheating out while cheating. Uh, drugging they were all, doing these, what? all these underage girls they had doctors and psychiatrists and gynecologists visiting all these underage oh girls God. and drugging them oh. wow. drugging them with Xanax and antidepressants and is, i mean they're this all is involved our in
0: law this. enforcement this is what our law enforcement state sanctioned <sighs> child abuse yeah
1: yeah well, it's also scary, I'll tell you, because, right, understanding that our that our government is running these child sex trafficking rat lines. I mean, my God.
0: It's really very, very important for people to understand it. It's not just that there are people inside law enforcement that are bought off or blackmailed into protecting Jeffrey Epstein. The entire system is built on this and whitney webb does a magnificent job of tracing its origins back to organized crime and then its subsequent corruption of the fbi with um j edgar hoover and his relationship with another man and then the cia uh is very this this is how they conduct their business and so um, you know, people really need to understand, need to understand that it is not Jeffrey Epstein. One of the things that Whitney Webb uncovers, in fact, is remember this guy Les Wexner, who claims to have known nothing about any of this. However, it was Les Wexner that gave that 25,000 square foot property, the largest residence in Manhattan, he gave to this 20-something year old guy. Out of the blue. And it turns out that resident was already wired by the CIA for human compromise operations. That is a fact.
1: Sure. So they've been running this, this blackmail operation for, what, the last 50, 60 years? Oh, longer. Even,
0: it's, but now yeah, it's all it's coming back to Hanum, isn't it? Pardon?
1: I'll all these charges. I said, now it's coming back to Hanum. They're turning on each other.
0: Yes it should Cause it should
1: <laughs> They're all black. We up- now, have we even found oh, no. out where uh Ghislaine maxwell and this Jean luke brunell are these days
0: no word that i've heard have you
1: no no i mean there's Isn't been a lawsuits filed and i guess against uh a couple of his um uh, i think against sarah kalin and um not against maxwell though and um some of his other assistants, but not against Maxwell. And that's what, that's the one that they should be. I think that Leslie Groff and uh, Sarah Kalin have been sued now. Um,
0: Well, uh, look at, you know, look at the Nexium case, Evelyn, where, you know, these billionaires, um, Bronsman sisters who are directly tied to Ghislaine Maxwell's father, um, Robert Maxwell. So they work together. So this is, you know, and, and the court documents from the Nexium case say that that was, in fact, a human compromise operation, exactly the kind that, you know, Ghislaine Maxwell and Jeffrey Epstein were running. And the only people who were facing serious time are the people who were working for the Bronfmans and the Maxwells and so on. Claire Bronfman walked away. She's the one that pumped $100 million into that operation. And she walked away.
1: Yeah, well, I guess people say that she didn't walk away because of the fine and stuff she paid. But yes, oh, it is walking didn't. away because those people deserve to be in prison for life.
0: She walked from away me. from child sex trafficking charges. The most serious charges against her and charges that you never Ever be abandoned under any circumstances whatsoever?
1: Yeah. Well, yeah. It's there's uh, Virginia Roberts says that uh, that the, the doctors drugged her with uh, Xanax for the three years that she was with Epstein, and then uh, Sarah Ransom, um, she said that they prescribed her psychiatrist prescribed her lithium when she was on the verge of a mental breakdown.
0: Wow! Um, just, wow! What kind of doctors? These, huh? Can you imagine
1: these doctors need to be brought in and charged? Yeah. they knew what they were doing. Yeah. And these sex abuse, these sexually abused girls.
0: It's sick. It's sick. It really Beyond is. description. These are, this is our government. This is the organized crime syndicate masquerading as U S democracy.
1: Well, they had a, supposedly had a good show on Dateline. I think it was last night. I didn't get a chance to watch it. Did you happen to watch it? The sex slaves were on there telling about, you know, I guess uh, Virginia Guffrey explained about Prince Andrew.
0: Wow. When
1: he raped her.
0: I'm, you know, I'm really surprised that they're allowing this stuff to continue. I mean, I'm not quite, you know, maybe it's part of the soft disclosure of, You know, saying okay, well, let's just let it all out, and then still not punish anyone. You know what I mean? That that seems to be what they're doing is just letting people go ahead and talk about the story, and and nothing will happen as a result. Um, So I, I I guess it shouldn't be too surprising. But I'm really glad that people are still talking about it because it gives us the opportunity to make sure that you know, people are held accountable and that people understand, the public understands that the systems in place right now are absolutely not ever going to punish them. And and it really is up to us. And we, we must find our courage for the sake of all these children. Think of the thousands and thousands and thousands who have been victimized. And it's still going on. Nothing's changed that, that child sex trafficking operation that, you know, Virginia Jeffrey is trying to um, expose is still operating, even without right. Jeffrey Epstein. It's a, it's a system that is in place, and the people change.
1: Yeah, it's just like you said, and, you know, we've been doing this for how long, exposing the names of the people involved in this. You said nobody ever gets arrested. So all we're doing is exposing, 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 but nothing ever gets done about it.
0: Right. But at least like you pointed out, though, you know, it it wasn't three years ago when you brought up child sex trafficking by the wealthy and powerful and people would call you a freaking nutcase. But now Alan Dershowitz, Went on public television and confirmed, in fact, that this is what's going on. Alexander Acosta, former, you know, labor secretary, confirmed that he was told by that Jeffrey Epstein, a known child sex trafficker, was protected by our own intelligence agencies. It's been confirmed publicly, and nobody denies it anymore. And nobody believes that Jeffrey Epstein was was committed suicide. And even though they don't know what really happened, nobody is buying it. And I'm so very grateful. You know, even on you know the bigger scale of all these other false flags with Iran and all that other stuff, people are. Just not buying any of it anymore, and that's what our exposed having exposed it, has done. I mean, if you think about if if this stuff were coming out now, and we didn't have these couple of years already where we're you know doing all this research and pulling up all this historical information to put what's happening today into context, it, the same it would get swept under the rug, or people would forget, and it would disappear like always, but. But we have changed that.
1: And right, that right. And you, you know, know like I don't you know said, where... I've been doing this radio show now, I think it's like four years in November, and I've covered this almost on every single show. And I used to tell people, if you think that I'm lying, do you think that I could get away with sitting here on a live FM radio show calling Hillary Clinton and Bill Clinton pedophiles and the rest of them pedophiles? Do you think that I wouldn't be sued? Right by now? You know, yeah. calling all of them pedophiles. Not one lawsuit. I mean, I would love it. I would love a lawsuit because I would love the discovery. Because I can well, really track them say. down, all the child sex trafficking rat lines, you know. But nobody will sue me. If anybody ever called me a pedophile, I would have a lawyer file in a suit that very day. If somebody yes. accused me of that filthy, filthy crime, the worst crime on earth in my mind. Yeah. No, you're absolutely but, uh, nobody right. nobody sued me. <laughs>
0: And you can look at, if you look at the lawsuits brought by um, Epstein's victims, you know, they're doing everything they can to keep, you know, to stop discovery and to keep any discovery that's done under seal. And that's what they did with um, Jeffrey Epstein's case, claiming it was to protect, you know, people from harm. And it's like, oh, So now they're worried about the people who were actually raping the girls as opposed to the girls that were being sexually assaulted. It's just what our FBI is doing. They're all, what kind of law enforcement protects the criminals?
1: I don't know. They said
0: nothing to protect these girls. Nothing.
1: No, no, no. And we got it there in the in the Nexium case that Raniere, he's not going to be sentenced until January. And then the other ones, they haven't been sentenced yet. They were supposed to be sentenced to Allison Mack, Lauren Salzman, Nancy Salzman, Claire Brockman, and Kath Delay, Russell.
0: delay, delay. They were supposed that's to be sentenced they, they,
1: before him. Yeah. But,
0: no, that, that's how they get away not. with this, is they just postpone, delay, everything they can do to drag it out as long as possible. People lose their will to deal with it. They forget. It loses importance. That, that's why they do that.
1: Yeah, well, that ain't going to happen this time, is it, Trish? Nope. What are you going to nope. forget and nobody's going to shut up about this? They nope. are going to arrest these pedophiles. I'm not letting up on this. Yeah.
0: No, and, and more and more people are just outraged by it. It's just like, you know, enough. Already, and they're really they're picking up on these. Um, like when Alan Dershowitz is calling these girls who were sexually tr- assaulted and abused by adults, he's calling them, you know, smearing their names. and you know, and and the, it, ironically, some of the very people who are, you know, part of the media. Um, Enterprise protecting these people are even kind of horrified by it, like even they can't not be disgusted by his behavior and and the idea that these guys get to run around you know with impunity, they see it now.
1: Well every time I, I'm watching something I'm watching a clip or something from i don 't know is it MSNBC that George, uh, that Stephanopoulos is on? And every time oh, at yeah. the end, he comes on and says, oh, keep watching their shows or something. And I get so mad, you know, that uh, they put him on at the end of an, a, a clip about Epstein. Jeez. You know, Incredible. and then there was that story well, we talked about last week of that uh, renowned computer scientist from MIT computer scientist saying that uh, pedophiles and alleged victims were entirely willing. Yeah. So
0: just, yeah. Oh. Like, how twisted is that? Could you imagine if someone said that about your daughter who had been, (sighs) um, you know, forced into this sex ring and had these doctors and all these people working together, you colluding to exploit her, and then saying she she liked it, she wanted it?
1: Oh, Jesus.
0: Uh, Imagine if that were your daughter. Uh-huh. I, I think that's part of the problem, too, you know, with, as Americans, is we've been so conditioned to view, you know, these things as outside of our, you know, personal existence and um, therefore don't ever think of them in terms of, you know, what it would mean to us if, if, the, if we were the people, you know, in those situations. Just like with the bombing, you know, Yemen, the, Yemenis uh, targeting Saudi oil fields in response to the Saudi genocide in Yemen. And somehow, you know, people are only talking about the blown up uh, oil fields and not about the 5 million starving babies. It's just like, think for a minute, or the, uh, in Afghanistan, where the U.S. fired on a group of farmers relaxing after a hard day of work around a bonfire, murdered 30 or more of them, gravely wounded 40 others, and were like, oh, well, we thought it was ISIS. Can you imagine if that happened in the U.S.? If Russia came along and blew up a bunch of American farmers and said, oh, well, we thought that was ISIS. Sorry, you know, whatever.
1: I'm not. It happened. I'm so horrified by these reports, what they're doing with our tax dollars. I mean, that's the point. We're all yes. murderers. They're using our tax yep. dollars to kill these innocent people all over the globe. Oh. Yes. So yeah, I guess with this country, like I agree with Putin. He says the West is run by pedophile satanists. He's absolutely right.
0: It is. That's not yeah. I mean, that's a simple fact. We haven't proven it. You know, it's been laid bare as a simple. No one, no normal, healthy human being. Mm-hmm would do these kinds of things. No normal, healthy human being would even conceive of doing these kinds of things. But this is a way of life. This is an entire global system in place to not only exploit those children, but to exploit the masses, the rest of us. That's why they have to blackmail everyone It's to get them to, you know, pass laws, start wars, um, funnel taxpayer money to the billionaires. Under these, you know, war on uh, drug programs and, you know, all these fake, you know, war on whatever poverty even is a is a joke. Right. It's an extortion. They're running the drug
1: operations. They start war on drugs, yeah, rape, protecting their rat lines where they're running the drugs into this country.
0: Yes, in Afghanistan, they will not leave Afghanistan because that is where 90% of the world's opium is produced under protection of the U.S. military. The Taliban had reduced opium production in Afghanistan to almost zero when the U.S. reinvaded. Now it has been hitting record highs almost every year since. And we have forty thousand Americans overdosing from opioids every year, and dying from overdoses. And yet, three children break out with measles, and suddenly it's a it's a uh, public emergency.
1: All oh, right, right. I am so upset with this uh, this vaccine business that's going on. I'll tell you. Yeah. That uh, it's getting these vaccines on on everybody. And then the new latest report, a September government report, shows two hundred and six million dollars paid so far in two thousand nineteen for vaccine injuries and death in this country. That's two hundred and six million dollars for vaccine injuries for and death this year alone. Injuries. So yeah, how many children the to- has the vaccine yeah. program injured and killed this year in this country so far? For them to have to pay out two hundred and six million, and believe me, only one in ten. Between one and ten percent of people ever report these damages yet to the to the regulatory authorities. So imagine how many children have really been injured and killed by these vaccines in this year alone.
0: It's really, really important too that people understand that you know these are deaths and serious yeah, right. injuries. These are not fevers and rashes that these children contracted as a result of these vaccines. These are permanent neurological injuries and other injuries that have occurred. Severe, Right.
1: Injuries. And people need to understand how hard it is even to get a case into this vaccine. Yes. Court. Once they even file, you know, that it, it's just a minimal amount that ever make it into that vaccine court and get judged. So when they say they paid out 206 million this year, that is a whole lot of money.
0: You're looking at, you know,
1: 75% more than that. Evelyn.
0: Yeah. I mean, you know, yeah. really literally, this is, this is something that I actually understand. You know, I, w- I served on the board of a um, public company. And so, you know, uh, we had teams of lawyers, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and, and then yeah. we had our outside law firms that we used as well. And, you know, when you look at these pharmaceutical companies and the amount uh. Spent on these uh, lawsuits, you know, in terms of the amount of legal resources required to to prosecute them. I mean, you really are very optimistically talking about one percent ever seeing, you know, a, a settlement of any kind. And so, you know, and this is on the heels. We have secret hearings going on in U.S. Congress to make vaccines mandatory. And they are going to try and bar people from traveling. They are in New York. They, um, There was, you know, this uh, town that accepted some money from one of the pharmaceutical companies in New York was the one to first, immediately the next day, uh, eliminate the um, religious exemption for vaccines for 26,000 children to serve right. the pharmaceutical company that just, you know, invested in their community. The, the, I mean, they're selling our children's lives.
1: Yeah. Well, on Friday um, in Maine, uh, they're called Mainers for Health and Parental Rights, held a press conference at the capital, of Maine, to announce they had obtained 93,000 signatures to support their grassroots efforts to veto 79 in, May, in Maine, 798 in Maine. And that's a bill to push through the legislature despite overwhelming opposition from the citizens of Maine, quietly signed into law by Governor Mills in May 9, 2019. It, it threatens all of our rights, including informed consent for medical decision-making, parental rights, equal access to education, religious freedom, So anyhow I guess to get the people's vote on the ballot for March twenty twenty, they were required to obtain sixty four thousand signatures from Maine residents within ninety days, which ended on September eighteenth. And so with eight hundred volunteers they obtained over ninety three thousand signatures, nearly seven percent of the population of Maine. So the people of Maine will now have the opportunity to vote and veto this law next March. That's so this is
0: the kind of democracy we need. We need direct democracy we need laws that we ourselves decide and vote on not some paid off blackmailed extorted quote-unquote representative who is doing nothing of the kind when was the last time you had a representative do take the initiative to pass legislation that will serve the public's interest it never happened. For a reason. No. No. We cannot The country is run by the pharmaceutical
1: industrial complex and the military industrial complex. The whole country is run by them. By all the money they give to members of Congress. And the Congress are all invested in these companies and these illegal arms companies and everything else. And that's why these endless wars go on and on and on and on. Yep. And now with the same with the pharmaceutical industry, they've given them so much, Well, the medical industrial complex. I'll never go to another quack in my life. Six yeah, I, and they plant all these diseases and nothing, and the side effects of all the drugs they give us, and then they then they invented diseases, and then they prescribe more drugs to treat the side effects of the drug that they made up that created this fake illness.
0: Well, you know, a friend of mine has a grandmother. Who has a tumor, and they're trying to figure out. They're they're meeting with people at Dana Farber Institute. Institute supposed to be the you know premier cancer institute, right? I have a friend yeah. who is a pharmacist who worked at Dana Farber handling the chemotherapy medicine, and I can huh. tell you that she told me directly that they don't they do these doses, they don't even mark them. They throw them in the refrigerator. Some of them are neat, special tubing because the tubing absorbs the medicine. So you're not getting the right dose. Some of them are 10 times as powerful as others. They're not labeled. They're just throwing them in there. Why would they do that? Because it doesn't even work. These doctors are receiving commissions on that shit. And I have another friend who had stage zero cancer and they put her on a whole regimen of chemotherapy. Stage zero cancer is not cancer.
1: Right. Yes. They were poisoning
0: her with chemotherapy. Why? Because the doctors get huge commissions. My friend yeah. who is now going through this with her grandmother, they won't even yeah. tell her if her tumor is cancerous. They're just planning her chemotherapy.
1: Sure, sure. A, a few years ago, I wrote, uh, oh, it's, oh, I don't know, probably five or six articles on the cancer industry, you know, the racket that it is, and uh, I covered all this these research, you know. What happens, see, with people? They come out with a new cure of cancer, Um what happens if this new cure works and it puts the chemotherapy researchers and everything out of business at all these research institutions? They are making a yep. fortune running all these chemo drugs, all, this, all these uh, yes. clinical trials and stuff. If you invent, like I was trying to um, push for this new vaccine, it was for late state prostate cancer. And it was only for people that were dying. Okay. So they wanted this um, vaccine approved. And this vaccine, all the side effects that it had was... Uh, They take the blood out of you and they send it away for treatment. Then they come back and they shoot it back in you. And the only side effects were like, at most, like a few days, like a flu, like you had the flu or something. Well, Uh these people that are dying of this, this this new vaccine would have made it so that you would have lived, I don't know, it was like two or three years longer than the chemo drugs they were giving people. And the chemo Uh and radiation, you know, destroys the body. You know, oh, you're And so
0: these, the whole time these people too. were at yeah. the
1: FDA begging them to approve this because they said, you know, they, they knew they were dying, but it, in their last months of life, they didn't want to relive with all the side effects of the chemo and radiation. Yeah. They rigged that, FBI rigged that so that they didn't pass it. And I'll tell you why yep. they don't pass it, because it would put the chemo radiation racket out of business. If they yep. give this new vaccines that aren't the chemo drugs so all these institutions that have all these researchers, and I wrote up this extensively, how much they're making off of these clinical trials.
0: I have a former business partner who was working with a biotech startup. And this biotech startup had developed a... Um, It it was a way of dosing, it it was a long-acting insulin uh, treatment that um, they believed would eventually allow a person um, to be able to go off, like for type 1 diabetes, that eventually the pancreas, it would restore itself and, and they would be cured. And, you know, how wonderful, right? I mean, that sounds amazing. Meanwhile, you know, there is a vaccine for which one of the side effects, mind you, is diabetes mellitus, which is type 1 diabetes. So it's being caused by the vaccines in the first place. Well, um, they took this idea to, um, we have here in Boston, the... um, What's it called? The Jocelyn Diabetes Center, the premier diabetes center. You know, they go right. to them with the this cure. You know, mo- it's a, effectively a cure for diabetes, and they were turned away.
1: <laughs> sure, sure.
0: They said but they were not interested. Thank you.
1: Yeah, great. Right. Yeah, they. they They're the, making. There are real life. cures for cancer. You will never ever get me i don't think i'll get cancer because i'm taking all the natural supplements and stuff that fight it off but uh and, and i eat all organic foods and i don't take any pharma poisons so i don't think i would get it but i would never go to the quacks in this country for a cancer treatment <laughs> if I no did get
0: way. it. no Not way chance. No, no way
1: my worst fear is that i'll have to go to quacks if i fall in Break a leg or an ankle or something like that, but otherwise, I right. am not going to the quacks in this country ever again for anything. Yeah.
0: No, I hear you. I, I feel the same way. They're 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 looking, you know, to ring up charges. They're not. They, they they could not care less about your health. And even the people who are in it, who believe they're helping, are deluding right. themselves. And they're just yeah, well, as culpable. I, they need to wake up.
1: Well, I just don't understand it, like out in California where they're letting all this stuff go down, that why they haven't thrown these lawmakers out of office that are passing these bills.
0: Yeah, well, Americans have been conditioned to believe that we can't do that. And and so that's what we have to overcome. We have to, you know, we have the other thing, too, is remember there's that phenomenon where You know, if if there is something happening, if someone's being assaulted and there's a victim, it only takes one person to move to help that victim for everyone else to feel permission to help as well, right? It usually, one person can break the, um, break through that barrier and others, you know, others will follow. So you know that's what we need to work toward is you know really Kevin Annette has done some great work in this regard, but he's not in in the U.S. He's not American. So I mean, we really need on American soil Americans you know taking up these uh, these practices of holding these tribunals and and getting used to this kind of self governance, and so that we can then. Uh, teach others and and empower them to to follow through on. I mean, that's just, I, I, we, we have to overcome this. I, and I think we're getting there. I mean, like I said, we, we were talking earlier, people are just becoming so much more aware. And these kinds of ideas are not so horrifying to them, whereas before it would have been like, oh, you're an anarchist, you're crazy, whatever. But I, people can now see the sensibility of pursuing that avenue, is po- and, and can see that this representative nonsense is a total fraud.
1: Yeah, right. Well, they're so trying to push, they're trying to, there's no doubt in my mind that they're trying to push this, make pedophilia normal, you know, oh, yeah. and this business of this sex education that they're putting in some of these schools and stuff too, this transgender nonsense, you know, that... I don't know why parents have ever allowed this to get in their schools to begin with. I mean, teaching them anal sex, how to use sex toys to masturbate, fisting. I mean, they're, they're teaching God. them things that, I swear to God, Chris, I never even heard of anal sex yeah, until no, I was 19 too. years old. And That's they're teaching this in grade schools to toddlers.
0: So that it feels normal. <laughs> yeah. Fisting. Wow. I,
1: I never heard of that probably till two years ago and they're teaching kids this in school. How did parents ever allow this to happen? This would have never got in with my kids when they were little. Never would have got in. I wouldn't be in there fighting to take it out because it never would have got in this filth. Never.
0: Yeah, got I, in. yeah we, and, and, you know, you think of the conditioning of, uh, you know, the American psyche from birth. We're taught that yeah. government is good. They're there to protect you and... There, you know, all these checks and balances, right? We're told, so that you know, yeah. no one um, branch can be more powerful than the others, and it's just like, you know, it's such a fraud. And and you know, until it happens to you, it's it's you never hear about it. I mean, it's it never makes it on the news, or at least not in a way that fully illustrates. The danger of it, you know? It's always like, oh, those poor people, that would never happen to me, you know? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, turning all our children into transgender misfits, you know, it's just unbelievable. To well, me, the but...
0: idea, parents are being arrested and having their children taken from them for refusing to give them th- hormone therapy as you know grade schoolers I mean can you imagine the, the medical malpractice of that
1: right exactly and this is what I said you know that kids when they're little you know like I said I was the biggest tomboy there ever was I mean I was in the boys rifle club I was in the boys ski jumping club I was the only girl to ski jump up there at that time but the only reason I was in that was because they didn't have any sports for girls You know, I mean, I got a football helmet and a football for my 11th birthday, and I was out there playing with the boys all the time. But never once, Trish, did I think I want to be a boy. Right. That wasn't it. It was purely because there wasn't any sports for girls to compete with. So I had to join in the boys. So people would say, well, yeah, I mean, I I would fight with boys and everything else when I was growing up, you know. And they would probably say, oh, I must have been transgender. You know, I must have. That is not true. Never once did I think I want to be a boy. Right. Right. So they're twisting little kids' minds into thinking this, that they want to be a boy or a girl when they're not, you know? And this LGBT bullshit, it's got me so mad. Now that just came out, I think it was yesterday, Queer Eyes, Jonathan Ness reveals he's HIV positive. I said, we want to turn all our children into this? to this disease community.
0: Well there's just nothing nothing appropriate about Whoa. that content, especially in the hands of grade schoolers. There is nothing appropriate about that. Well look what at the show so up and then drag queen shows, they were hot loose. Yep. Yeah.
1: We're there. I mean back in my day, in the old days, adults had to pay to go see these freaks dressing up like this. Now they're yeah. pushing it on kids and telling them they should dress like this.
0: No, it, it's what criminal. Do do I, 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 you know, the environment that we're living in today, I mean, it's just a total cesspit, culturally speaking.
1: Oh, I know it. And they it kick is... me off Facebook all the time and they do YouTube. And every time yep. these filthy stories come out, they kick us off so we can't report them on them. You know, and the last time they kicked me out for 30 days, and a few weeks later more Epstein stuff come out. They kicked me out for 30 days again. Then I try to go back on when I'm allowed, an and I try to post the a video. A video that says, "Who is Ghislaine Maxwell?" That's all it said. They kicked me off for three more days for trying to post that video, and then they just yeah. kicked me out for 24 hours because uh, I put up this um, I put up this video from Church Militant about the predator homosexual priest. You know, and somebody put up there that uh, celibacy is the problem in the Catholic Church, and I put celibacy is not a problem. I said it's these homosexual pigs that have infiltrated the Catholic Church that is the problem. So they were pedophiles to begin with. Nothing to do with yeah. celibacy. Yeah, they kicked me no. out for putting that comment. They watch every comment I post. Yeah. Every note I post on Facebook. And it's yeah. hard to post because I'm dyslexic. It takes me forever to write one sentence. So then they kicked me well, out.
0: And and again, Evelyn, it's this you know, that is just another example of, like, you know, they know what you and I are doing, but yet Ghislaine Maxwell and Jean-Luc Brunel can manage to just slip away from law enforcement. Imagine that.
1: Yeah, they said that, it, that uh, John Brunel even took all of his social media accounts down. Really, nobody can find
0: them. Right. I'm sure. Yeah, the, Our our law enforcement... Can't find a guy who's, you know, prominent and, you know, has, a, they can find where his properties are. I mean, give me a frickin' break. That is just, a, it's pathetic. It is pathetic to pretend yeah, that please. he could just disappear like that.
1: Yeah, and I don't see any reports uh, out in the media saying they're looking for either one of them either.
0: No, of course they're not. They don't want to find them.
1: No. Well, this bit about them, uh, them them, um, victims saying they had doctors and psychiatrists and everything tending to them. I want them doctors and psychiatrists arrested too.
0: Yeah. Yep. I agree. They facilitated so they it.
1: So they don't they knew breakdowns. and didn't
0: report it, and they facilitated yeah. it. They are just yeah. culpable. They are part of the criminal racket.
1: Sure. And then last week there was that story too about that girl that said that, that girl from Sweden that she jumped into shark infested waters to try to get away from Epstein's island. And, uh, his staff went and tracked her down and found her. Yep. All these people should be arrested. Yes. Do you, yep. do you hear the, do you hear the beeping on my phone right now? Can you hear that? I don't. No. Oh, good. Good. They do that now every time we're doing one of these calls. Oh.
0: Good grief. I mean,
1: I don't get any calls because I only use this phone for, for the, a radio show. So hmm. there's nobody... This is the third time somebody's supposed to be calling me on this show. Oh, it's so evil. They they track it my every move, Trish. You know, I mean, I, I went so far as to get this phone just for this because they were interfering with the show. You know, we had it on the regular time, so we could keep it early. But now they're on to me. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Well, I mean that's something, you know, we should discuss uh, in the near future because, you know, there there's a whistleblower who was murdered in June that has uh his his friends have um published a bunch of content that he had uh hidden away that they and told them about that they've since recovered and it is you know, about the use of vaccines for a massive extermination program here in the U.S. beginning next year. Sure. And these social media sites are being used to identify and, ta- and um, to, to track and identify individuals who are participating in this kind of activity in order to start silencing them. And um, this, is, this guy is highly credible for a number of reasons, but this is an active extermination program planned for millions of Americans that's supposed to begin next year.
1: Yep, it's coming in. And, you know, people want three
0: No, I know, but but we we have to... It sounds crazy. It is crazy. It It is is crazy. crazy. (laughs) But these are people who are blowing... These are people who are sex trafficking children they are blowing up babies in school buses and in maternity wards they are starving them to death deliberately can you imagine the agony as a mother of watching your child starve to death much less your whole family of children starve to death that's who these people are they don't care about us we you are come in any a more way, evil. of course, we'll keep... they would murder us just the same.
1: Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, people don't wake up. I don't know, Tris.
0: <laughs> we just got to keep trying.
1: We got to keep fighting, Tris. We will fight. Me and you yep. will fight till the day we die. Yep. Okay,
0: well, thank you
1: for coming on. And we thank will you. keep up with the latest news, people, and we will get back to you next week
0: i tired, one. Bloody and
1: bruised. I feel so helpless and confused. Cause I hear screaming on the left, yelling on the right. I'm sitting in the middle trying to live my life. Cause I can't stop the war.